welcome to another episode of Morning Meditations. We welcome you aboard this morning as we continue with our theme this week of spending time with God, hearing God, obeying God, uh, that relationship with Him, the joy of spending time with a holy God. What a, what a wonderful thought to think that a holy God, the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything that is, would spend time with finite creatures like you and me. It's it's an awesome statement, and I think sometimes we make it lightly instead of realizing the wonder of it that God, Almighty God, the God who stood out on nothing and spoke everything into existence, enjoys talking and listening to you and me and is willing and desiring, wants us to come and spend time with him. Wow, what a thought. Well, my email is lhart07 at aol.com. That's lhart07 at aol.com. And I'm hoping and praying that some of you will uh, get in touch and let us know uh, what you're thinking about in the broadcast, if you're getting any help, if it's meaning anything, if it's significant to you. Well, let me continue today. I'm going to go into the book of 1 Peter, uh, chapter 1 and uh, verse of chapter 2. So I uh, just want to emphasize something about the, it's the Word of God, God's holy Word. I was thinking about where Paul wrote to Timothy and said, All Scripture is God-breathed, or it's inspired of God, which literally means it's God-breathed. And he's talking about the Word of God. And so... Uh, There he's talking about what it can do and how it can uh, work in our lives. Well, in Peter, in chapter 1, he has talked about that we're saved not by silver or gold or all these other things, but by the precious blood of Jesus. And uh, in the 23rd verse, he says, You have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living an enduring word of God. For all men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind, And watch this. Now, here's what I want you to see. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Well, he begins uh, telling us about how we're saved, how we're born again, and it is through the Word of God, that that imperishable seed, he calls it. And he says, he quotes from Isaiah about all men are like grass. Their glory like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fall. But the Word of the Lord stands forever. Thank God. And so then he says, because it is this Word that has brought you into relationship with God, rid yourself of all malice, and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, slander of every, And now he says, like newborn babies, desire and crave pure spiritual 
milk. You don't have to beg a baby to, to desire to be fed. Uh, they seem to come into this world with a hunger and a desire. They long for that. And he's, he's using that to help us to see because everybody uh, that has been around any baby understands uh, their desire uh, for that that milk. And he says, desire in the same way that baby desires that, you desire the Word of God. You, like a newborn babe, he says, crave this pure spiritual milk. Why? So that by it, you may grow up in your salvation since you've tasted that the Lord is good. You see, for we get saved but we, so many, so many Christians have never matured. So many Christians are still living on that milk. And, and you know that while he tells us, like newborn babes, we need to come into this world desiring. We're born again. We, we desire, feed me, give me, give me something, give me some nourishment. And we may begin to grow. But he says in, in, in 1 Corinthians 3, uh, Paul says to the Corinthians, I couldn't speak to you as to spiritual because you're still babes. You're, you're still fleshly. In Hebrews chapter uh, 5, we run into the same thing. It says you ought to be teaching others and you still have the need of people teaching you because you're still drinking milk and you're not on the meat of the Word of God. But you see, if you don't desire the milk to nourish you and to grow, you'll never get to the point of where you'll be able to handle the meat of the word. And, and even as we shared yesterday uh, about the prepared heart, you see, that's the problem is if the heart is not prepared, you'll stay on that milk diet. Uh, always when I would read this scripture many, many, many years ago, my dad had had some surgery, uh, some stomach surgery, had ulcers and and it had to go in and do some major surgery, and and for a while he could only eat uh, baby food. They back in those days they would put him on a, on a diet of something of that nature for a period of time, soft foods and and the like. And I, I think isn't that where most Christians are living today? We're eating baby food. We have to eat something that's been crushed up and mashed up, and and uh, where we. Uh, already it's almost like a uh, a baby being fed by its mother that they have to uh, nourish them with the food that they've already chewed up and, and eaten. And, and so many people have to depend on somebody else preparing and bringing that food. They, they can't handle any heavy food. Well, uh, this is what we're trying to see this week, what I'm trying to put an emphasis on, and just letting you see in the Word of God that here Peter was encouraging them, saying, hey, it's the Word of God that has given you something. You've tasted, and He's good. So now crave that sincere milk, because that's what will get you onto a meat diet. And so he's saying, get rid of whatever it is that, that hinders you. See, he names some things that that sometimes get in the way of a Christian uh, seeking uh, the, the pure, sincere milk of the Word. And he says, uh, get rid of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Those are just a few things that he mentions that can, can get in the way 
of you being uh, feeding on the Word of God or desiring the Word of God. And we saw in the parable of the sower how uh, so many things hinder us from getting deep into the Word of God and growing and learning and being what God has created us to be. And my friend, listen, God wants you to grow up. God wants you to become mature. And I know in in Peter's second letter, uh, in the first chapter, he mentions that his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And uh, he's saying he's given us everything we need. So if we'll get into the word of God, if we let God's word get into our hearts. Now, uh, let me just emphasize, I'm talking about you taking time every day to get the word of God open before you, read it, let it speak to your heart, listen to what God is saying, and then obey the truth that God gives you. That's what we're talking about. And he's saying he's given us everything that we need. And later in 2 Peter, where I just said he provides and gives us everything, he tells us, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus. You see, that's what he's talking about, getting the Word of God into your life. And as you add, you see things, and you add to this, and you add. You've you've been given that measure of faith. Now add to it virtue. Add to it knowledge. Add to it self-control. Add to it brotherly love. Add to it love. And when you do, you will not be ineffective. But if you are not growing in your relationship and in your faith of Jesus Christ, you're not going to be able to be fruitful, and that is what God is looking for, is fruitfulness in our lives. And I encourage you today to get along with God. This whole week, I'm just emphasizing spending time with God, listening to God, and obeying God. May God help us to be all we can be for His glory. Great is thy